Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this Tuesday evening? Welcome to episode 322 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight we'll have an open forum movie discussion. So notice it's an open forum movie discussion, so any movie topic that you want to talk about, feel free to bring those topics up. And of course, any discussion of the box office will be there as well. We had a dead weekend at the box office with Spider-Man No Way Home continuing to dominate with Scream 5 taking up the rear. All, of course, leading up to this weekend, which will see Jackass Forever. That's right, you heard me correctly. Jackass Forever take the number one spot away from Spider-Man No Way Home and be the number one film of the weekend and with only a 10 million dollar budget i suspect the film will break even and be profitable after just one week of release for going any further into this to read your comments and questions feel free to smash that like button light up that fire button if you're watching over on odyssey and make sure that that bell notification turned on is turned on that way you know every time a new video or live stream goes live on the channel. We are live, of course, on YouTube, DLive, Odyssey, Twitter, YouTube, all the places, all the places that one can YouTube, rather than all the places that one can stream all at the same time tonight. My head is a bit all over the place. Hopefully everyone got their Wednesday Raven Award nominations in for this year. I have not shut off the voting yet, but the cutoff was last night. So if by the end of the stream or by the end of the evening... Maybe at the latest tomorrow morning, you still have your votes to get in as far as nominations are concerned. You still have a little bit of extra time, but we are officially done collecting the nominations. I will then parse through all of the nominations, try and figure out who double voted, because it's very clear when people double vote, which films got the most votes, and also which films, which persons, which scenes, etc., have garnered nominations for this year's Wednesday Raven Awards, our Oscars boycott. So let's say hello first off to the YouTube chat. We got Bryant Barth in here saying hail. Hail to you, Bryant Barth. Thank you very much, good sir. Also, a very, very happy birthday to Orange Hat Reviews. Happy birthday, good sir. Happy birthday to you. I won't do the full song, but happy birthday to you, good sir. I hope you had a wonderful birthday, and I hope that it went and is still going very swimmingly. Rome is falling. What is going on? Welcome to the chat. We got Tina B, Empress of the Universe, hanging out. Thank you very much for being here. If you want to hear a great conversation from this past weekend, it was me, uh, Tina, and Laura on as the Chosen of Valhalla livestream for January was this weekend, and we had a very, very good discussion talking about films, uh, film history, etc. It was a very, very good discussion, almost a three-and-a-half-hour discussion, and it was a lot of fun. So if you want to hear a lot of what the films Tina has been seeing, recommending, etc., including films, actually, for more recent times, uh, go check that out. There's some good stuff in there for sure. Thank you again for uh, for being here, Tina, the Empress of the Universe. GMonkey76 in the chat. Hail to you, GMonkey76. Thanks for being here. We got Laura, the modern major general of the story. 
<laughs> Sorry. The modern major general of the channel. Laura, it's a short story. Says so many birthdays. Seems like birthdays all the time. Again, happy birthday to anyone whose birthday it is. Gary Gary Sandwich Worthington. How is it going? Good, sir. Thank you for being here as well. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Bruce in the chat. Hail to you, Bruce. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend, of course. We got Philly the Hobbit. Allen hanging out over on DLive. What's going on, DLive fam? Minnesota hockey fan. What's going on, good sir? He's a member on the channel. We got the Master of Gaming here. We got James Hurley in the YouTube chat as well. Gary Bender Sandwich. Not speaking my language here. Says Gong Hai Fat Choi. Happy New Year in Chinese. Okay, then. I would wish that to all of those that are not members of the CCP. <laughs> because the members of the CCP are downright evil people. Alice McCarthy. What's going on, J. Alice McCarthy Jr.? He says, howdy, Odin. How's it going? How's Thor? Finally, a day off of work. Well, so happy to hear that you had a day off of work. Finally, baby Thor is doing fine. He is having days in which he is very much fulfilling the toddler mantra uh, and other days in which he is just continuing to be just awesome. So uh, thank you very much for that and very happy that you've gotten off work. I just finished last week's episode of AEW Dynamite. So I uh, just need to watch last week's episode of Rampage and then I'll be caught up on my AEW stuff. I did watch a bit of the Royal Rumble and man, oh man, oh, it's just a, it's such a disappointment. It is just the WWE has gone so downhill, man. I, I don't know how you're able to still watch some of that stuff, to be honest. All righty. Let us see. Remember, if you have a comment or question, whether you're watching on YouTube, DLive, Odyssey, wherever it might be, put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin at the very beginning of your comment, unless you are a YouTube member, in which case one of the perks is you don't have to worry about tagging. Though, if you do tag, I greatly appreciate it, as it does still help me uh, sort things out a bit. Uh, but anyway, if you have a comment or question that you want read aloud, that is how you do it. And of course, you can donate via Sessa Super Chat or via Streamlabs donation, etc. Slash Neons came in with a tag to say, Hail, good sir, just dropping by for a moment. All quiet on the box office front, isn't it? It is very, very quiet. Very, very quiet on the box office front. That is indeed a fact. But what we can say at the very least is that uh, my go-to box office tracking site, thenumbers.com, Finally, uh, officially launched. Officially launched their new, uh, their new site with with all the new uh, fancy looking images and everything. I think it looks really nice. I think it looks really really clean. In fact, let me go ahead and uh, try and see if I can if I can pull that up real quick. Boom! Look at that. I think that looks pretty clean. I think that looks pretty clean. But yes, as you can see, very dead at the box office. The Monday charts show 910,000 for Spider-Man No Way Home. We had uh, 615,000 for Scream and then Sing 2, $254,000. Let's see what the other uh, movies happen to be. 165 for Kingsman, 154 Redeeming Love, 111,000 for 355. This has been the film that's just been so fun to watch because there was, of course, just so much politicking behind the creation of this film. And the fact that the film has only made $16 million after being in theaters now for, for at least a few weeks. Let's see what the uh, official number is as far as days. Yeah, for 25 days, for almost a full month, and it's only made about $16 million worldwide. That just makes me so incredibly happy. It just really does. It really just continues to add to the adage of go woke, go broke. 
and we could see the elements of the go well go broke from the very beginning and the very conception of the film where Jessica Chastain had an idea and her idea was hey what if we had a female let's buy film ah yes because that is a great idea <laughs> that's a great jumping off point instead of hey there's this really cool story about an actual agent known as the 355 of which we could tell their story and it could be really cool no 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 we were not we're not going to do that we're not going to do the cool thing we're not going to do the cool thing. Instead, we're, we're just going to make something that's very much rooted in identity politics, whether the film is good or not. Again, some people would say it might be good. Some people say it would not be good for me. I just don't think it's really worth the time because it just doesn't seem to be adding anything new to the table and definitely does not really pose any interest to me whatsoever. Sandy, Sandy, what is going on? Keely Chow in the chat. Hail to you. Thank you for being here. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, Nightmare Alley was just that poor. Really? I never saw Nightmare Alley myself. Uh, the Master of Gaming, says Jagus Forever, is going, to per- is going to overperform and Moonfall cost $140 million. Yeah, a lot of people were asking about why I had skipped over Moonfall in the, uh, the box office preview. And I think the reason why is simply because I, I really don't know that much about it. I think I've seen a trailer or two for it. But in the end, yeah, he mentions there a $140 million budget for the film, which means it's it's break-even points. Let me let me pull up my little calculator real quick and, and do some quick math on that. So if the movie itself... Everyone loves when I do math. Costs $140 million. Break even after. So based on the production budget, $140 million. You multiply a production budget by 2.5. That means the break even for it is $350. Needs to make $350 million to break even. And let us see the numbers there. I'll go ahead and pull those up since the movie was brought up. And this is indeed movie open forum for those that were wondering. Here we go. All right, so for Moonfall, opening weekend expected to only be 8 to 15 million dollars with its total domestic run being 20 to 50. Uh essentially, uh, I would argue then this means this film has no chance of reaching the 350 or so million it needs to break even. I I just I I cannot see how in any universe that film reaches that amount of money even overseas. If you're if you're only making 20 to 50 million dollars domestically in, in the entirety of your run, there's just no way that you're just going to magically and randomly make 300 plus million dollars overseas. Like I just it just does not make any sense uh whatsoever. Jagass Forever, however, early indications say anywhere between 23 and 33 million opening weekend, ending its domestic run with 48 to 68. The film uh, cost $10 million to make, which means, again, the break-even is incredibly, incredibly low. So it's it's definitely got a lot to be excited for as far as being profitable is concerned. Let us see. Bruce says here, how much would, could, how much would, could an Odin chuck if an Odin could chuck wood? That is the question that I don't think we'll ever have an answer. What is going on in my Odyssey fam? What's up, Odyssey fam? Light up that fire button if you're watching over there. We got Jacques Suave over there saying honk honk. We got Vincent Womack there too. How is it going? Again, no matter what platform you're on, just put at Odin at the very beginning of your comments. 
you have a comment or question that you would like read aloud. Forever Sci-Fi, what's going on, good sir? Vincent Womack double dipping over on YouTube as well. Rosie G12, hail to you, Rosie. Thank you very much for being in the chat. Let's see. Laura comes in with, what was your favorite bit from the last Jackass movie? I like them running around Japan dressed as pandas. Uh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, and that's the thing is that it's been a long time since the last film came out. And so I will say and fully admit that they all kind of go and they kind of all meld together for me as far as the franchise is concerned. So let's see, because you have the movie that came out in 2002, then you have Jackass number two in 2006, then you have what looks like more of a, a special feature where it's they present Matt Hoffman's tribute to Evil Knievel, then you had Jackass 3D, then you had Jackass Presents Brad, Bad Grandpa. I, I was not as much of a fan of Bad Grandpa. In fact, I, I think I even skipped Bad Grandpa because it just didn't look, uh, it just didn't look very good. So I guess the last official one was Jackass 3D. And yeah, actually, interestingly enough, I think my favorite part of that film may have been their use of slow motion because they used some really high quality camera work for that movie, which is more than what it ever would. Again, we're talking here about Jackass as a film franchise, as a movie, as a TV franchise using technology that's well beyond, far past what it deserves to be used. And I think that it's just all of the shots just being so overproduced, but also just looking incredibly uh, beautiful. Uh, it's just, I think, one of those weird things, especially with the stuff going on in some of their scenes, especially towards the end. Uh, there is a scene where there is, let's just say, a phallic symbol literally flying through space because it's shot out of a cannon and it's shot in slow motion. It's like the fact that that is is, is what's going on there is is kind of crazy. Uh, let's see. Bryant Barth had to say, hope Tragedy of Macbeth gets in the Raven Awards. Uh, I will be honest. I have not looked at the numbers yet. I, I just, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to very much doubt it will because it had a limited theatrical release and then it's on Apple TV Plus, and most people don't have access to that. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a bit of a again. I've not seen the numbers, I've not seen the nominations, uh, but I, I would doubt it. I, I would doubt that it would get in. Um, uh, basically, the only way is if there are very few nominations in in certain categories. Uh, but for best picture, I, I I just couldn't see that happening. As, as I said, I I will know for sure whether or not people have tried to like double vote and triple vote and stuff like that. So please don't try that um, to try and get your specific film in. Um, but just saying probably would not, uh, probably would not be uh, the case. Let's see. Laura says all hail Luminara Empress of the universe. Yes. That's a shout from this past weekend's show. Definitely. Uh, definitely a lot of fun there. Uh, and then I also, I got yelled at. That was fun too. <laughs> uh, Joseph Oaks, what's going on? Welcome. 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 Good sir. Let's see. Minnesota hockey fan who's a, who's a member says my birthday's on Thursday. A lot of birthdays this week. Pretty crazy stuff. Book of soul assassin in the chat. What is going on? Hail to you. Thank you very much for being here. 
Let us see. Alex McCarthy, yes, I, I would agree for sure. Yeah, even just looking at the results, it's like, okay, so basically they haven't done anything or changed anything in decades at this point. Like with the winner of the Royal Rumble, with everything, it just it was so stupid. It was like, okay, you're out of ideas, you've sold most of your talent or not renewed most of your talent, and they've all gone to AEW, and, and you got nothing. Like, there were no real surprises in the men's Rumble. There, there were definitely some surprises, I guess. What's crazy to me is in the women's Rumble, it shows you how little talent they have in the women's division because all of the almost the, the vast majority of the surprise entrants in the women's Royal Rumble were people that were fired within the past like few years or whose contracts were not re- renewed, which in my opinion is is the same as firing. Um, it, it's just it's crazy. Anyway, Book of Soul Assassin. Did you hear that Disney might be might, might buy the streaming rights for the WWE in India? That'd be a weird purchase to buy the rights specifically for that in India. Gary Banjo Sandwich says 355 was not that bad. All right. Well, we now know to completely excommunicate uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich. <laughs> Obviously, uh, when I think especially a film... Gives as much gets as much negative attention as this film has gotten. I imagine that going in with low expectations, you're likely to be surprised. And again, obviously, all of us have very different ideas, different concepts of what we enjoy and what we like. So I'm glad that you liked it, though. Punk Waddle, what's going on, good sir? Thank you for being in the chat. I very much appreciate it. Andrew Hayes, tag to say, hello, hello. What's with the green background? Are you planning a green screen background for the show? Um, apparently, you haven't been around in, in, in a little bit. No, I have green lights. Green lights adds a little bit of color. I'm, I'm a fan of green. It's also uh, correct for the liturgical season as we are currently in the time after uh, Epiphany. And the typical color for that is green. We'll soon be a- entering into the Lenten season, in which case it will be purple. That's at least my current plan. I-, I, of course, will be more than willing to to change the colors as we go along. And, of course, as I eventually, hopefully, am able to update and upgrade my, my background setup. The ideal situation, the ideal scenario, and my wife is the one really pushing this, is one of the plans that we have down the line. And, uh, obviously, it depends on how we work out in our budgets and you know, what we can actually do. But my wife is actually totally on board with this and we really actually would, would rather this because then she doesn't have to have to listen to things I say because we disagree on a lot of things. Um, but essentially, we're, we're having this concept and mindset of putting kind of like a tiny, not like a, an actual tiny house, but like a tiny house slash studio, like a pre-built studio space, like in our backyard, like, and that be my actual dedicated space. So it's literally just for that. Get some, you know, soundproofing in there, uh, be able to, you know, really, you know, get a, a proper background set up. Cause the, the room I'm in right now, my office, like, it's great. It's just that there are only so many ways in which we could really, uh, you know, change things around. Uh, because the most logical one would be basically to shift everything this way. But then there's this random, piece of uh uh i'm trying to think of the word for it of drywall that's sticking out which makes a great ledge for my uh power supply 
my emergency power supply. And so I, I like it for that very reason. So that's one of the things that we're actually looking into and we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so for now the green is just a way so that way you're not just looking at the, the bland, uh, beige colored walls that had been there. People were complaining and, and joking about them constantly. Forever Sci-Fi says the Halo trailer made me sad. These people won't stop until everyone is miserable as they are. Yeah, I'm not much of a hardcore gamer, so I've actually not seen the trailer, but definitely have heard some things about it. Uh, Brightburn95 says, do you like tube TVs and VHS players all father? I actually don't mind them, to be honest. But then again, I am not a Generation Z baby like today's generation. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial as well, technically born late 80s so i i don't like the tube tvs because the quality's not that that great so i i don't like them because of that i i prefer the newer technologies because you get crisper images also they're a lot lighter as well the one benefit that the older tube tvs had over all of the new stuff is typically they had better speakers because you could fit more in there you know now everything's about being thin and sleek and profile and so the speakers aren't nearly as great. But then again, we now also have these things called sound bars and, and very uh, reasonably priced sound systems as well. So it kind of does away with that. So personally, tube TVs, I, 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 I don't really have an infinity towards them personally because the image quality is just not that good. And as far as VHS players, to me, VHS is... I I just I don't quite understand the VHS collectors uh phase or the the VHS collectors uh group not because I think that it's it's bad or it's a bad idea or bad investment again we all have our our things right we all collect different things and so if you want to collect VHSs you go you go right ahead to me it's it's more of the the only reason I can see to collect those would be for pure nostalgic reasons but if you're going to go that far, I feel like you would be better served really going like pure nostalgia and go back to things like maybe like Betamax or go back to uh, the, um, oh, what were they called? Like the HD DVDs or like something or something to that effect, at least where you, you had some argument of quality. But the magnetic tape used in cassette tapes is just so bad that it just, to me, does not make sense spending the money on because also... Why would I ever want to watch a film on a VHS? There's no benefit to watching it. Unless you're doing it purely for nostalgic reasons, there really is no benefit to watching a VHS movie. Simple as that. It's not like listening on vinyl, right? Because if you listen on vinyl, there actually is a objectively better sound you get from that. It's not the same with, with the magnetic tape that you have on the VHSs. So I, I don't quite understand that that group. Let's see. Why is the projection so low for Moonfall, says Andrew Hayes. I don't know. Probably be, if I had to guess, it's because I haven't seen a trailer for it. I haven't seen really any marketing for it whatsoever. So that would be probably part of the, the reason why, if I, if I had to guess, if I had to imagine. But uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Honestly, don't know. By the way, Christopher Bowman just became a $10 Patreon member. Thank you, Christopher Bowman. I very much appreciate that. Also, Fuzz Aldrin 
became a Patreon member about 12 hours ago. So shout out to you, good sir. I'll have my February shout out video hopefully done in the next couple of days. Input latency, what is going on? Good sir, thank you very much for being here. Vincent Womack tag to say, I am too much to handle to be contained in one chat. Ah, I see. Laura says, I am looking forward to Moonfall. It looks horrible. Maybe that's another reason why it uh, is projected to do poorly. As I said, I haven't seen the trailer for it, so I, I don't quite know why it's projected to do so poorly or why so many people have said things like that, but it is what it is. Heading over to Odyssey now. We got the R over on Odyssey for the $5 Hyper Chat donation. Thank you for that Hyper Chat donation over there. Appreciate it. Um, it's always better to to donate via via honesty, actually, to be perfectly honest, because uh, that or stream Streamlabs, because they don't take a cut. YouTube takes a giant thirty percent cut, and then they make you wait a month. Whereas with Odyssey and, and Streamlabs donations, they take a processing fee, and then you get it typically within a day or two. The R says, "Yo, here they come, hard charging on eighteen wheels, eastbound and down, with real folks on the side of the road with their fists in the air. Hear the screams! We will be free! Hail, hail to you, the R! Yeah, full support, full support to the giant trucker caravan. I heard at one point a rumor that after their 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 bout in in Canada, that they might even turn down and go in the direction of the uh, the U.S. capital, which I think would be a great idea. I think it's important for us to uh, start to stand up for freedom, you know, regardless of where you stand personally on medical choices that you make for yourself, because that's really what this comes down to is, is do we believe in the freedom to make medical choices for ourselves, or do we believe in tyranny? Those are the only two sides to this. Either you are pro-freedom or you are pro-authoritarian. That, that's all there is at this point. That's all there is. And, and that's why you have, amidst this giant trucker uh, convoy, why you have people who are both those that have received the vax and the boosters and everything, those that have not received anything, those that have resisted for medical reasons, those that have resisted for religious reasons, all kinds Right, all different types of choices, um, you know, or rather, all different kinds of people, have all been able to come behind this. So yeah, hail the R. Thank you for that hyper chat. I very much appreciate it. Uh, Visit Woman says, and nobody makes fun of you going green. Well, yes, they make fun of me for going green, but at least I can use it as a green screen from time to time and disappear into things. That was funny. The R says, WWE is, is boring. AW is okay, but can't wait for the New Japan for wrestling uh, coming back to AXS. My fandom will be renewed. Never really seen much of New Japan um, to, to really say one or the other, but AW has just been rocking it, man. I don't know what you're talking about. AW is phenomenal. Uh, visit woman that says the reason uh, I one reason to watching VHS could be there is no DVD BR and OG Star Wars for example I think uh, I don't know what you meant by DVD BR does that mean like just the menu like there's no menu on it yeah but then you have to fast forward and then you have to get to the right part. So you have that trickery to it and as far as the OG Star Wars are concerned you already have that Project Harmony look it up. Uh, or rather, Harmy's Despecialized Edition. Look up Harmy's Despecialized Star Wars, and then also look up Project uh, Project 4K77, Project 4K80, Project 4K83, and you have fan-made uh, Blu-ray and 4K quality 
versions of the original Star Wars films as they were originally meant to be seen. You don't need VHS for those. So... Uh, the R then says, I made the mistake of trying to watch a VHS on my HGTV not long ago. How terrible. Man, oh, man. I cannot imagine. Cannot imagine uh, trying to watch that. <laughs> All right. Jack tagged over on you. I see your room is now green. So how many leprechauns did you kill in order to accomplish this? Uh, let's just say all of them is, is the final answer. Hardwick, my nemesis. Says here, you mentioned you thought Anadema's breakout role was Knives Out, which was released in 2019, the same year as yesterday. However, back in 2017, she was in Blade Runner. Here's the thing. Someone else made that comment. Breakout role means a role that puts an actor or actress on the map. I, having after looked again at the film Blade Runner 2049, do not think Blade Runner 2049 really fits the category as well as Knives Out does. Because Knives Out, she is she is very much a leading character in that movie. So that is truly her breakout role. She is, yes, in an earlier film. But I think that the vast majority of people, if, you, if they were going to be honest, would say that it was really Knives Out that put her on the map. Anyway, Ryan Barth. Please review The Elephant Man. No, I will not. It's David Lynch, and you know how I feel about David Lynch. It's not going to happen, so don't push it. Andrew Hayes says, I've never seen a Jackass movie. Don't think I'll ever ever see one in my life. Spider-Man No Way Home, on the other hand, will get a second viewing this weekend. Well, very nice, Andrew Hayes. Yeah, it's not for everybody. As I said, I, I grew up in the age of the Jackass era, so that's why it was on... Uh, I, I watched the show growing up because it was what people were watching back back in the day, middle school, high school era. And then, of course, they, they made the films out of it. And again, I have a very mixed relationship with it, right? Because it's me finding joy in the pain and suffering of other people. <laughs> it's definitely it's 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 definitely something that uh, is a bit it's a bit tricky uh, for me ethically. Uh, Tina Bojan, what's going on? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. Sorry, my my wife just messaged a an image of of the baby. Looks like he's cuddling with with a little stuffed animal. Very very cute. We call it his cuddle woofs because it's a it's a dog, and it's a toy meant for cuddling. So it's cuddle woofs. It's very very cute. <laughs> All righty. Let's see. Laura tag to say here. My second favorite jackass skit was them being on a roller a roller skates in the back of a disco box truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. Also looks so incredibly painful. Looks so incredibly painful for sure. Let's see, Master of Gaming says we got back uh, Blacklight on Valentine's Day and Studio Six 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 on February twenty fifth. Only in theaters. I don't know what those are. Doesn't sound all that exciting. Grandmaster Yoda, do you think Oscars will award any good movies at all this year? I mean, there's always going to be a, a movie or two where one could say that they're good. Like, for instance, there's been a lot of talk about Belfast. There's been a lot of talk about the tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, you know, there are other independent films that have gotten a lot of really good press. So... Yeah, they might. 
it still will not ever justify ever being able to really watch the Oscars ever again. Because even if they get one category right, or even if they get 75% of the categories right, as far as nominations or, or as far as winners are concerned, they made their bed. They, they are very soon going to be completely having implemented all of their new rules and regulations as far as what is even eligible. And yes, it's based on racial quotas to have a film be eligible to be a best picture, which is insane. It's insane that anyone actually can look to that and say with a straight face that that is, is not ist in and of itself. And uh, I think it's going to lead to a, a tremendous drop in quality because they're going to be, instead of focusing on who is the best person for said job, trying to fill quotas, which we all know have a lot of issues. Let's see. Uh, Book of Soul Assassin says, do a green screen background like whose line is it anyway? It will be amazing. Yeah, the one issue is that it's an imperfect uh, green, meaning that because it's a light and not an actual like like singular, singular toned green that's consistent, and especially because of my dome at the top, uh, it wouldn't really uh, play out the best way that it could. Let's see. Fear of FEMA. What's going on? Thank you for being here. Yeah, an Odin box does sound cozy. Andrew Hayes, make sure you have good AC in the studio space. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if and when that happens, we're going to make sure it's got everything that I need to be able to spend some time <laughs> some time in. Ideally, it would be big enough to actually be also to put my, my own little home theater set up in there. Right, uh, the new uh, LG TV that I just got. By the way, if anyone is an expert on like the like the settings, like someone who can tell me exactly, like give me a list of settings and and what the proper settings are, uh, just yeah, contact me. Let me know uh, if you know anything about the LG C1, and then also recommendations on 4K players. I, I have a Sony. I think it's a U UBM or UMB or whatever it is. X800, not the M2, but the uh, original one. And it works well enough, but I'm new to all of this stuff. And so there's stuff where it's like, I, I don't know if I'm seeing everything that I should be seeing or if there's something that I <laughs> am quite missing out on. Uh, but all I can say is I watched I, I watched V for Vendetta the other day. And it, not even just the quality of the film, as far as the viewing experience. Man, it's such a good film. It really is, and it's so creepy to see so many of the correlations and connections that one can make with V for Vendetta for today's. If you've not seen V for Vendetta in a long time, I highly recommend watching it, especially in the midst of everything that's going on in our world as well. Laura says, so I assume from Tina's reaction to Plank Sunday that Brie Brie is Luminara's nemesis. Uh, That would make sense for sure. Andrea says, beige is a nice color. I hear it's soothing to the eyes. Well, apparently it was triggering for a lot of people. Uh, Master Gaming says, Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn is the best Halo movie, and I'd rather watch it over the Halo show. Uh, I've not seen the movie, so I couldn't say. I do not miss VHS tapes, says Minnesota Minnesota hockey fan. Yeah, absolutely. Mark Lissette, that was the one I was thinking about. Yeah, Laserdisc, right? So it, to me, that makes sense, right? Because then you've got these, these giant discs. There actually was a... 
a mindset to them as far as the amount of content that could be held on it at the time. You know, even though, of course, it, it didn't really pan out in the end. That actually makes sense to me. People that collect laser discs, that makes sense to me. Uh, the VHS one just does does not quite make as much sense. Let's see. Rob D says, hello, Odin. Would love to see your tiny house YouTube office. Well, again, it doesn't exist yet. It's something that probably would be a summer project if... At the very earliest this summer, probably not until maybe next summer or so. Um, got to save for it and and got to figure out. Want to do it on a on a budget because I again I want to I want to spend so that it can be my office like like kind of like my perma office so that way I don't have to do anything else again. But also at the same time, it's you know don't want it to be too much. But anyway. Uh, huge bookcases of 4K Blu-rays, box office charts everywhere, and tag board of known shills like John Campion, Grace Randolph. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, I, I have a Blu-ray shelf. I have my Blu-ray and 4K shelf right here, and it, it would make a perfect background. It's just that it wouldn't look good back here because that's where the closet is and the mirrors are. And if I were to flip it in the direction where it would be visible, as I said, there is this jutting out uh, drywall here. And some might say, yeah, well, you could, you know, do, you know, some basic construction and, you know, get rid of it, et cetera. Yeah, but then I lose a really good elevated place to put my emergency uh, power supply. So, yeah. It's something where I'm I'm actually, when I have a, an actual break, because I, I don't really have an actual break uh, for school probably until mid-March when we have our fall break. But if I have an actual break where I can just, like, one relax because I just weekends not relaxing right a- actual time to relax and and to chill. Uh, then I would be willing to go through the headache, which would be to unplug everything, move my desk, uh, and see exactly if I could if I could end up making it work. Um, but yeah, I do like those ideas of, of the charts. But I I do have my own digital charts. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, Campia and RMB saw Moonfall and hated it. Well, if Campia hated it, that doesn't mean much to me because it probably just means he didn't get a, a good enough goodie bag. If RMB hated it, I, I think then it could go either way. So we'll have to wait and see. Jeremy Scott says, I finally got to see the film Nobody with my brother-in-law. Such a great film, by the way. Have you seen the film 12 Angry Men starring Henry Fonda? Uh, first off, glad you got to see Nobody. It was Again, one of my favorite films of last year. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Uh, and 12 Angry Men, it's one of my favorite films of all time. Of course I've seen 12 Angry Men with Henry Fonda. As I said, it's one of my all-time favorite films. All-time favorites. Brightburn says here, If you're one of those people who prefer the Star Wars trilogy before Lucas did the special editions, then I guess that's one reason for liking the VHS. And as I just said, Brightburn, you don't need the VHSs for that, though. You got the you got Harmy's Specialized Edition. Go ahead and look it up. Harmy H A R M Y, Harmy's Despecialized Edition. You also have the ability to do it's 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 called uh, Project 4K and then the year. So Project 4K 77, Project 4K 80, Project 4K 83, and those are uh, you have, you have access to Blu-ray editions of. Basically, what they—it's amazing what they've done. By the way, it's amazing what they've done. The Project 4K, especially. Basically, they have found slash been donated slash still uncovering original 35 millimeter negatives 
other versions that exist and have compiled them together, done color grading, 4K scans, etc. And so they're doing it more of the traditional route. Whereas Harmy, Harmy's is kind of like a just it's magic because what he did was he took basically pieces and parts of DVD, of the Blu-ray, of uh, 35 millimeter, of like so many different sources. And then through like rotoscoping was able to basically Frankenstein it, color correct it, and actually give us a vision of what the film would have looked like. So if you want access to that, hey, Harmy's Specialized Edition is great. And I, I would also recommend the Project 4K group because they're also doing some some pretty great work as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's the way to go. You don't need a VHS for that. Again, if you're collecting it to say, I have the original right here on physical media, it's safe, boom, that's great. Um, if you don't want to go through the process, because uh, it is a process to get access to these things. Um, but yeah, I, I have the OG Star Wars on physical media. Used to do uh, some giveaways, allegedly. Let's see. Jimmy76 says, still have a 36-inch tube TV for my laser disc player. Only way I had the real Star Wars until I got the Specialized Edition. Thanks. Yeah, G-Monkey. Very nice. Let's see here. Harwick says, have you ever tried the Sam's Choice 7 Cheese Pizza from Walmart? Had one last week and it was excellent. I have not. I typically don't <laughs> buy my pizza from Walmart. Though I actually have heard surprisingly good things. I think even... Uh, uh, John Flickinger has talked highly of, I don't know if it's the Walmart pizza, but definitely the cheaper pizza. Andrea says, looking forward to the Reacher Amazon series. Yeah. Amazon charge of anything. Be, be very, be very cautious. Uh, let's see. Book of Soul Assassin. And supposedly there's going to be a trucker com- uh, convoy starting in Cali next week. Nice. I think the more the merrier. Grimace Yoda, what do you think will be the next billion-dollar film? It's a great, great question. And uh, I haven't actually really given it a lot of thought because there's obviously a lot of factors that are going on right now uh, as far as when films are being released, where films are being released, etc. So I think there's still a lot of unknown factors. But uh, let me just go ahead and look through this quick list here um i don't think uncharted uh will will be able to do it that's the next big release uh i would say there might be an argument for the batman i mean joker was a film that was able to get to a billion dollars and it's kind of in the same vein I, I I still it's a Warner Brothers project though, and I I just don't trust Warner Brothers right now. They've just been they've done so much crap. I I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. I think the Batman will be successful. I don't know necessarily if it would actually be a, a billion dollar film. So I, I don't see that film being the one. I, I am looking past several other big films. Uh, Doctor Strange two. Also, uh, I know that there have been the, the rumors of, you know, reshoots and stuff like that, trying to kind of capitalize on the success of, of Spider-Man. Um, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Doctor Strange would really have it in it to, to be able to do so. It would not be able to get a China release uh, simply because it deals with uh, aspects of magic. And I know that that's one of the big things that 
is a big no-no in China's for the China censors. So I doubt that. I wish Top Gun Maverick could be the next billion-dollar film, but I will. Th- I think it'll be successful. I don't think a billion dollars is in the cards. Jurassic World Dominion, uh, the other Jurassic World films have not been good enough. I-, I think it's been kind of laws of diminishing returns for that franchise, so I, I don't see that doing it. Lightyear from uh, Disney, I don't see doing that. Thor Love and Thunder, don't see doing it. Um, Black Adam, again, Warner Brothers, don't really trust them. So I don't see that. Again, some film could be successful, but maybe not a billion dollars successful. Let's see. What are the other big releases? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Again, even if you look to the first Spider-Verse film, it did well as far as, you know, making money. Uh, but it wasn't one of the biggest films of all time. So I, I doubt that that will be the one you have the flash film. I, I don't think the flash film is going to be as successful as some people think. I'm not saying it's going to flop, but remember Christina Hodson, who did the screenplay for birds of prey is doing that one. And even Michael Keaton is not going to be able to really uh, save that, uh, for me. Um, at least, at least for me personally. So I can see the flash being successful. I don't think billion dollars really is necessarily in the cards uh this this is gonna be a bold choice it's gonna be a bold choice but i'm gonna throw that out here out of the movies i've gotten to so far there are three films i mean yeah three films that i believe have a have the billion dollar potential the first one's one you're not gonna expect from me and I think it's actually Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The reason why is this. The first film made $1.3 billion. It had one of the most successful domestic runs in the entire MCU history. Um, I believe that uh, that has now been easily surpassed by uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Black Panther is going to be a film that I think will will be able to do as well as the original Black Panther did. What what does that mean then? If Black Panther 2 is able to capture the same domestic market, keep in mind, it did incredibly well, especially amongst the African-American community. Very strong. And I think that is what really pushed that film to be as successful domestically as it is. If it is able to capture that same magic domestically, specifically domestically, if it's able to get to that $700 million mark domestically, that's a movie that can get to, I think, $300 million internationally. So I think there's an argument to be made. Now, am I willing to, to bet money on it? Probably not. <laughs> but if I had to guess, based on these movies, I think Black Panther probably has the best chance of being the next billion-dollar film. And again, a lot of things can change between now and, and and then. I would then say the second film that has at least some potential to get to a billion dollars is Avatar 2. You know I hate Avatar 1. You know I can't stand Avatar 1. You know that I'm ticked off that Cameron is wasting away his final years working on 1,000 Avatar films. I think it's a complete waste of money. Um, by the way, that's not me saying Black Panther 1 was even that good. I gave it a B-. minus. I didn't think it was that good. I'm just talking about the money. I'm speaking purely money. Um, based on previous performance from the previous Black Panther film. There's a lot of stuff going on with that film that I think could, could lead to it there. Anyway, Avatar 2. 
Original film made a crap ton of money, set a lot of records. This sequel has been, I think, far too long in the making. I think the every year that goes by, more and more people that originally were fans or liked it have now come to the realization, have come to the light that the film's not very good. Uh, so I think Avatar 2 has also a chance of making a billion dollars because it's it's going to be a... That's going to be the film that I think finally wakes up the international market. I think that's going to be the film that rocks the international market. Whether it is as successful as the original... Uh, can you know, adjust for inflation? I don't think it will be, but hey, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, the th- and then the third film would actually be Aquaman, oddly enough. And uh, Tina knows how I feel about Aquaman. Uh, but I I could see Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom being another film. So yeah, those those would be my three. I, I would say out of those three, Avatar two. I think I have the most confidence in in making a billion dollars just because there's going to be so much marketing behind it. It's going to get a massive China release. That's a big thing. Massive China release. It's going to be very big in the international market, especially because of China. So I think that's going to be a big part of it. Then I would say Black Panther 2 has the next best chance of being the next billion dollar film. And then I would say, as far as confidence level, and then Aquaman uh, 2. Those those would be my guesses. Again, that doesn't mean I want them to. That doesn't mean that I like any of them. That is just That is just based on previous numbers and how these films have done in specific marketplaces. Out of all of those films, Avatar 2 and Aquaman uh, 2 are ones that I, I personally don't really care much for. I don't care much for Black Panther 2 either, but I have more interest in that than those two, to be perfectly honest. But, yep, that would be my answer to that question. Long answer, but it needed to be answered. All right, let us see here. Fuzz Aldrin, there he is. Did you see Force of Lighting's review of Redeeming Love? I've not, but I know that they had a positive review based off of, uh, I think it was a Twitter post. They said that they enjoyed it. So glad to hear that they they enjoyed it. I believe, unless I'm thinking of a different film that they saw. Griffin Turbo, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here. All righty. Let's head over now to Odyssey. Let's see what's going on with the Odyssey fan. Odyssey fam, I should say. Uh, Visit Moment says, and nobody makes fun of you going green. Got that already. Got that one already as well. Visit Womack tagged to say, the Batman isn't going to reach a billion, 750 million at the most. Too many red flags for that movie. Yeah, and that's why as I skipped over it, I said, I, I don't see the film making a billion dollars. I think it'll be successful. I don't see it being necessarily a uh, a billion dollar film and then he says need to see picture trailer for black panther 2 before i would say what it's going to make normies don't care about the poe controversy but we're going to be but uh we are not the people in charge and secondly how they handle the absence of chadwick that and i think that's the other reason right is how they handle that and the fact that i think a lot of people are going to view the film as a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. 
I think that they're going to try and bank on that a lot. That's going to drive people to see it. As I said, one of the reasons why it was so successful domestically was because of it going out to and pandering especially and and being pushed in the African-American community in the States. They're going to do that again for this film. They're also going to have it be a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. I think that is what's going to boost those domestic numbers up to potentially the same level as the original, which was around the $700 million range. And then it just needs to make at that point $300 million internationally, which which I think is is feasible and possible. So anyway, that, that's those are my thoughts on, on potential billion-dollar uh, films. All righty. Let us see what we got going on on the YouTube now. Looking for people tagging. Remember, tag at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. Thanatos Felicitas says, as Tom Freeman has Edge, he does a 4K movie review each week. Yeah, definitely. Good resource is is Tom. So that's a good shout. Definitely had to check in with him on those things. Let's see. Uh, Hardwick says, it's pathetic to see Elvira who largely built her image on the perception of being edgy rebel, uh, being another shill for big government. Yeah, it is. It really is sad to see a lot of these uh, these older types fall into this nonsense. Uh, and then he says, Are you familiar with the D Theater? It was a brand of high-definition DVHS, digital VHS tapes that released as two. I'm not, uh, but seeing that it's still VHS and, and therefore still magnetic tape and not actual uh, film reel, I would say, nah. Uh, Andrew Hayes says, goodie bag, Campia gets goodie bags from movies? Yeah, if you go to premieres, it's not just Campia. Uh, movie reviewers that get invited to premieres, uh, typically they're giving, they're given goodie bags from the studios. And that's the reason why I, I would argue the vast majority of their reviews can't be trusted. And that's why they're called access media, because they get the early access, they get the hoodies, they get all this extra stuff. And even if they give a negative review of a film, you you can't say, in my opinion, you can't say that that's not going to somehow taint their image of the film. Because we all know film and our experience, our subjective experience especially with going to films are very much heavily influenced by the subjective experience, the movie-going experience. And so if you go to a movie and you go into it with the kids crying, the phones out, people talking, your your view of that film is going to be less. That That's just a fact. Because your experience wasn't very good. Versus you go to see a, a film early before anyone else does, with your elite group of friends, you then get a t-shirt, a poster, you get all kinds of goodies as well. That's going to give you a more positive view of the film. So again, doesn't guarantee that you're going to give a good review, doesn't guarantee and doesn't mean that they have to sign anything necessarily either to to give a good review. But to say that it's not going to have any impact on reviews, I would say is is incredibly ignorant. Victor Fontaine, what's going on, man? Welcome back to the chat. Let's see. Awesome one. What's going on? Thanks for tagging. I appreciate it. Forever Sci-Fi, who is a member, says, I used to watch RoboCop, and I think what kind of idiot would give 
ED209 live ammo for a board meeting. Seeing the stupid decisions many corporations make today, I don't find that so crazy anymore. Yeah, lots of crazy stuff going on in the world around us, that's for sure. Hardwick. Let's see. If you're interested in the film restoration, recommend the Blu-ray Mystery of Wax Museum from 33. Some of the best restoration I've seen and has extras showing how it was done. Very nice. Yeah, I, I want to say the newest 4K release of Ron by uh, Studio Canal Lionsgate. On theirs, they go through their restoration process too, especially about how they tried to how they did the color grading. Because in the very beginning, especially when you have, because uh, obviously it's a, it, uh, if anyone has not seen Ron, it is one of the many Kurosawa films where it was adaptations of Shakespearean plays, which honestly, I think Kurosawa did it better than Shakespeare. <laughs> and I know that some people don't agree with that. I, I think it's just, <laughs> I think it's just, it's too honest to not be true. Um, and uh, that's his version of King Lear. And each of the, uh, wh- whether it is the king or whether it is his sons, they're all in these different uh, kimonos, I think is what it's called. And they're all these very bright colors. What they're able to do with a color restoration, with the colors, and, and how those colors pop is, is just phenomenal in that 4K release. I love that 4K. That's, that's a film I need to get up on the new TV for sure to be able to, to enjoy that to its fullest. Alex McCarthy says, Sam's Choice Pepperoni Pizza is delicious. One of my favorites, and I'm a picky eater. Pickier eater than Jeremy. Alex McCarthy is the one who was recommending that one. That's right. Uh, awesome one. New movie will make $1 billion. My new movie? I don't have a new movie. I got nothing. Sherry Allen says, I still own a VHS that was given to me from my grandparents, and I watch family home videos uh, that made well copy. Oh, yes. Oh, so yeah. Sherry Allen, when we're talking about home videos, that's an entirely different thing, right? We're talking about movies like like actual theatrical films that I don't think there's a really good argument there. But home videos. Yeah, because a lot of home videos are only available on, on on cassette. I would recommend investing in technology that exists, though, to digitize those. Because then you can actually save them, back them up, and then, God forbid, anything happens to them, they're safe. They're backed up. That's the other issue when it comes to it. That's why for every movie I get, I, I make a digital copy of it, put it up on my, my server, so that way I have it protected in case there is a scratch, in case there is anything that does any damage to it whatsoever. The Front Porch Conservative. Uh, what's going on? That's a new name. To the channel says, "What is your opinion of the upcoming remake of Death on the Nile, starring Kenneth Branagh?" Uh, I I actually am somewhat hyped for it. Not to say like I'm hyped hyped for it, but I actually liked uh, Murder on the Orient Express. wasn't the best film, but it was one that I found quite entertaining. So I actually think Death on the Nile could also uh, be entertaining as well. I I don't mind him as Poirot. I know people have very passionate opinions about Poirot, especially Laura and Tina. Um, but yeah, I, I personally am a fan of what's going on with that. Uh, let us see. Bruce says, yeah, our master bedroom and guest room both have 21-inch two TV on swivel wall mounts. They just keep working, so why replace? Great point. I would say the only reason why, if you're just watching like news and, and basic television stuff, there is no reason. But if you're trying to watch movies and, and trying to watch things the way that they are that they should be seen etc 
I feel like that's that's where the upgrade is is worthy. Because man, it, it's night and day. The difference between watching a DVD quality, a 480p quality film, and a 1080p quality film, it's just night and day. Night and day. By the way, Sherry Allen, I saw the live uh, chat here. Thank you for the advice we'll do. Yeah, and Sherry, there are comp, and this is where, again, there's a caveat. There are companies that actually will do this for you. So one's companies that you can go to. There's also companies where they will send you like a box to, to put the, the 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 products in and it they take it very very seriously obviously because you're you're putting literally memories and 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 very important things into uh you know to be sent via mail etc so i know that that is definitely something that some people have done and had success with but i'm sure there's horror stories because anything can happen but there are also actual items and actual uh, technology you can get where you can do those types of transfers yourself. So that way you don't have to worry about it being shipped and lost or, or broken or anything like that. So, yeah, there's different things going on. Rowdy says, Black Panther, I believe, was the number three highest domestic MCU film up to Spider-Man Far From Home. Behind Infinity War and Endgame will definitely hit a billion. Yeah, as I said, right? And that's the reason why I, I have such, like, as far as one of the first to hit it, I think Black Panther 2 has a good reason or has a good chance because of the fact that the first Black Panther film was literally the highest domestic gross other than films like Endgame and and now No Way Home. So I think it has a pretty good chance. I think it has a pretty good chance. All right. Bruce says here, seems like a week for it seems like a week for sci-fi channels been playing all the Twilight movies. I watched them all twice. Yes, I'm a Twihard. Oh, no, Bruce. Don't be a Twihard. It does remind me. Someone mentioned the other day that uh, the second season of Resident Alien is live. So I need to mention that to the wife. We need to watch that. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, you don't think Hocus Pocus 2 will make a billion dollars? No. Hell no. Hell no. That's not going to make a billion dollars. I think that film's actually getting a day and date release on Disney+. Plus. So... I think. Let's see what this says. It's an upcoming reprising the role discussion and the sequel began. The film is scheduled to be released on Disney Plus for Halloween of 2022. So yes, there's there's no chance there's no chance in hell that that's making a billion dollars. Oh man, oh man. All right, let's see. Andrew Hayes says. Uh, we'll see how Prey does in December as well. Weird to put a Predator movie in December. Oh, no. if I don't know what Prey is. If Prey is a Predator film, there's no way that... No, pre, a Predator film's not making a billion, bro. Not not in 2022. Predator film's... Not, I mean, that'd be like saying a uh, an alien film in 2022 would make a billion. It's just not going to happen, man. Uh, the, the franchises have, have just been... Not 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 taken care of. Tina says, please don't think Aquaman 2 will hit a billion. You're not taking into account many women will never see Aquaman 2 because of the turd. Okay, uh, Tina, I understand that you feel that way. I understand that there are many women in this chat that feel the same exact way. Not all women do because a lot of people, the vast majority of the normal audiences have no idea what's going on with that. Haven't heard a single thing about it. And what they have heard about it is false information only giving one side of the story. So, no, I would disagree. Again, it's not that I want it to hit a billion dollars. I'm just 
basing it off of the numbers, and uh, I'm basing it on the fact that people might hate her, but women are thirsty for Jason Momoa. All right? Jason Momoa is going to draw even women who don't like her to go see that film. It's not that I wanted to do a lot. It's not that I wanted to succeed. I am just trying to be objective. Got to keep the subjective thoughts out. Evan S., what's going on? Thank you for being here. Uh, let's see. Jeff Zikowski, I don't think anyone wants to see Aquaman 2 because of Amber Heard. Again, people that are in the know, people that are in the know, yes. People that are in the know. But we have to keep this in mind. The vast majority of people, especially those that are movie-going audiences, are not in the know on these things. We have way too many examples of films that have done well, even when we have actively done again. Again, remember, we actively protested films like uh, Captain Marvel, Captain Mabel, Still made over a billion dollars. Now, we we have good reasons as to understand why that is the case. But again, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. And I am not saying that there are not many women outside of this chat that don't feel the same way that you do. But to say that the vast majority of women feel that same way or that the many women who are thirsty for, as I said... Jason Momoa will not show up in droves to go see that film because of him is just not being and remaining in grounded reality of the normie audience. Because what you're saying is that normies are smart and in the know. And if we know anything about normies, that is not the case. So again, we do have to be objective. And it's objectively true that normies are not in the know. Evan S, follow the yellow brick road, follow the yellow brick road. We're off to see the wizard, wonderful wizard of Asgard. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Forever Sci-Fi says here, I think I'm looking more forward to Clarkson's Farm Season 2 than any movie coming out this year. Don't even know what any of that meant. Hardwick then says, also regarding Aquaman 2, James Wan has said it will tackle important issues and implied that it'll be about climate change. Yes, there have been many films, many big budget films that have done these things or directors that have claimed these things, but the normies will still go out and consume. They will still go out and consume at the end of the day. Doesn't mean I want them to. Doesn't mean that I wanted to succeed. I'm just saying, based on the data and based on money and based on what the split and the draw of that film was because remember the draw the reason why Aquaman 1 made money was not because it was a good movie let's be honest it's not because it was a good movie it was because Momoa was a huge draw for the female audience it was one of the few times that one of these superhero films had a female Opening weekend especially had a female skewed audience. We cannot forget that. It was because of Momoa. Do never ever underestimate the thirstiness of 
<laughs> the female audience. <laughs> These are the same people who would go out to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. Even though we know it's trash. Come on. Let's wake up. <laughs> Nick Napoli. Uh, better horror icon. Vincent Price or Sir Christopher Lee? For me, Vincent Price. Uh, Christopher Lee is known for so many things. Where Vincent Price is, I feel like, mostly known for the horror. Uh, Punk Waddle says, uh, most people I know go to the theater for the whole experience. Seeing some movies on the big screen is really cool, but as a part of the immersion, its premiere can add to it. It's fun. Yeah, again, that's why I am all for you know going to actual theaters themselves, but why I'm also understanding of the uh, home theater experience as well. Rowdy says, I know you're probably not into Halo, but I could not see that show being good. Uh, that show definitely went through development hell. It was first announced back in 2013 at Xbox One reveal. Dang, that is a long time. Yeah, I would say there's a lot of reason to have a lot of concerns about most of the things coming out these days. All right, let me head over to the Odyssey fam. What's going on over there? All right, no one has tagged me over there, so thank y'all for showing love. Light up that fire button on Odyssey. Put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment if you... Have a comment or question that you want read aloud. Let's see. First sci-fi who's a member on the YouTube channels doesn't have to do tag. There's only one Predator movie. I think some would try and argue that there's at least two, but I see what you're saying. Andrew Hayes says here, I didn't mean Prey might make a billion. I just meant how it will do in general. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Predator kind of soured a lot of people so it'll be interesting to say the very least definitely will be interesting by the way this one person came in i don't even know how to pronounce the name but it's like a one i act the est this guy says i'm a straight guy and even i'm thirsty for him boom there it is there it is read it and weep tina (laughs) even the straight men are thirsty for him come on come on now uh let's see hardwick <laughs> harvey says are you glad the quartering canceled his frost interview evs said it would be giving her ammunition and shot at being the next anita sarkeesian i don't care it's it's the it, 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 it's jeremy the quartering's channel he can do what he wants I hope he didn't cancel it because of anyone else's interference or because of anyone else's pressure. I hope that he canceled it for his own choice. If it, if it was his choice, if it was what he thought was best for him and for his channel, okay, that's his choice. That's up to him. I, I could care less one way or the other. That, that's his call. As, as far as EVS talking about giving ammunition, spare me. Vincent Womack, Prey is the Pocahontas warrior that beats off predators without breaking a sweat. Not like that. <laughs> what? Oh, man. All right. Let us see. Laura adding on. Don't forget Momoa's back on the market. Context, he's now single. Okay, boom. If we needed any other evidence, Tina. The thirst will be even greater. <laughs> How many times can Odin say thirst or thirsty in a stream? Who's keeping a count? Oh, but ladies, he's single now. 
All right, let's see. We got the new number two denies. Good evening, Odin Chat. Jumping in late. Have you seen, discussed the new season Superman Lois? Nope, have not seen it. Falling behind on that quite a bit. Don't know when I will catch up with it because I don't have time. Don't have time and then I get stressed and there's this whole thing. Forever Sci-Fi, Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gun Grand Tour fame bought a farm and made a show about it. It's a really funny show. I don't have time to watch new stuff, unfortunately. But thanks for the for the wreck. Hardwick, the new Predator movie, would probably be successful if it starred Jason Momoa as a battle-hardened Indian or Polynesian warrior using primitive weapons. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. For the same reason, Tina, for the same reason why Aquaman 2 has a chance. Not that it's guaranteed, but that it's a chance of making a billion dollars. The thirst for the Momoa. Not for the Mimosa, but for the Momoa. <laughs> 70B's in the chat. What's going on, 70B? Uh, Tina B, you have a good evening. It's all in good fun, Tina. It's okay. All right? It's all in good fun. We love you. We love you, Tina. Don't take anything personally. It's all in good fun. All right. Business Channel Kenny Lee says, Yeah. Uh, I really liked Vincent Price's adaptation of Edward Garvin Poe's poems. What do you think of them? Haven't actually listened to them, to be honest. Steady B, welcome. Sandy Q, thank you very much for being a citizen of Asgardian for seven months. I very much appreciate it. Very, very, very much appreciate it. Do, 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 do. Howdy, howdy, Stephanie B. mm, 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 mm. See, Laura says here, I want to see Fifty Shades of Grey opening weekend. Only single person in the theater. Awkward. That is quite awkward. <laughs> uh, I worked at a theater at that time. I was working at a theater at that time. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a weird experience. Uh, Minnesota hockey fan. As women, I will not... As a woman, I will not be seeing Aquaman 2. No amount of Jason Moe will get me to go and see that movie. Yeah, again, I'm not saying for all. I'm just saying that there's going to be a lot of normies who are like, ooh, Jason Momoa, shirtless. Just speaking truths. You don't, you don't have to like him. I don't even like him. I don't want the film to do well. I wasn't even a fan of the first film. I'm just... I'm just I'm speaking the truth. Do you know the way, my friend? Do you know the way, my friend? Laura says, as an as an L, didn't enjoy Aquaman because of Momoa's beautiful self. I love Defoe's sensei-like role. Oh yes, Willem Defoe for sure. Did like I did like Willem Defoe in the film. Uh, Harvey says it's funny how you keep saying thirst about an actor who plays a character with Aqua in his name. Good shout. It's a good shout. Brian Barth. Did you know that Kevin Space is now doing film projects? Nope. I did not. Physics Channel. I was talking about Vincent's movies based on Poe's movies like The Raven. No, I have not. I've actually not seen those. All right. Heading back over to Odyssey. All right. Caught up over there. Um, all right. Um, so, in fact, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and end things a little bit uh, earlier tonight. Because... Uh, I want to enjoy some ice cream and I had a long day. <laughs> I was, uh, as you all know, I'm very, I'm very open about, uh, my social, social anxiety and things like that. And just, 
a lot of stuff just hit me today with a lot of random things uh, going on. Nothing to be worried about or anything like that. Uh, but I will say y'all have, as always, made this so much fun so much of a great experience so seriously thank you all very much for all of your love and for your support hopefully you had a good time hopefully you had a lot of fun too again apologies for all for all of the thirst uh comments and conversation uh but it really does mean a lot for all of y'all to uh to be here to choose to be a part of the asgardian community uh and again i do want to shout out mondo spieler fuzz aldrin uh christopher bowman and also Jaimir, Ari Heimason, and Jonathan, who are my newest members over on Patreon. Uh, my uh, February Patreon video, shout-out video, will be updated hopefully over the next couple of days. Um, but the video you'll see at the end of today's will be the January video. Um, so anyway, input latency. Going to get these last comments in. Quit spitting. Quit spitting, man. You're flooding the room with these facts. I spit the truth. I keep, I, I, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, there's an expression. It wasn't I pity the fool. That was not the one I was looking at. Oh, yeah, I know what it is. I like to hit that, I like to uh, spit that hot fire. I like to spit that hot fire. Sherry Allen says, let's not forget Momoa's tattoos and body build. Yes, Zen, all of these things are going to be draws. Doesn't mean the movie's going to be good. Doesn't mean the movie should be seen. Just stating things that make a lot of women happy. Not all, but a lot. Santa Q, total non-sequitur non here. I have just discovered Cheerwine. Why has no one told me of this? I don't even know what Cheerwine is. Laura, thank you for being here. It's been a lot of fun. What kind of ice cream? Ice cream! Um, it is... I, I got actually two types of vanilla ice cream. I got French vanilla and vanilla bean ice cream with chocolate syrup. That is my way to go. That is my jam. I have not had that in a long time. So, very excited. Very, very excited. So, yeah, new number two. That's what happens. Only ending about 14 minutes early, so it's not like I'm ending too early here. Uh, even though I'm ending early, Hardwick always has to come in with the long comments. Uh, after this has Spider-Man No Way Home, have you reevaluated your view that no movie will ever make endgame numbers again? No. No, no, no. Still have not reevaluated that. Um, I definitely think that there is a lot of reasons for this film to do as well as it does. I never said that there was not going to be another billion-dollar film, but I don't think there's going to be another endgame type film. No, I don't. I, I still do not think that is going to be the case for a lot of uh, a lot of factors, especially the streaming market, especially the streaming market. It's going to be it's going to be too big. It's going to be too huge. Uh, man, just appreciate the effort it takes to get uh, by like Jason. Yeah, I would not. I would need to give up on my ice cream uh, and start doing anything. <laughs> I mean, anything to, to even get started there. Uh, vanilla, vanilla, that explains the bland background. Boom, forever sci-fi, throwing that, throwing that hot fire. He keeps throwing that hot fire at me. Vanilla bean is good. I'm more of a chocolate ice cream. No, so, yeah, I personally, uh, uh, cookie dough is great. My all-time favorite, though, is uh, cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is my jam. Uh, but there was a buy one, get one free sale at my store uh, for the ice cream that we have here, the local ice cream that we have um, which his name escapes me right now. And unfortunately, because of that, they were out of all of the flavors that both my wife and I like. And so I said, you know what? I haven't had vanilla in a while with the chocolate syrup. It's the chocolate syrup that gets it. You know, I, plain vanilla? No, 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 no. So I got the French vanilla. I got the vanilla bean. 
with chocolate syrup because then you mix it together and you make ice cream soup. If anyone's ever made ice cream soup, if you ever watched Pee Wee Herman back in the day, Pee Wee's Playhouse ice cream soup was a thing. Man, oh man, ice cream soup. That is my jam. That is my jam, Minnesota hockey fan. But yeah, chocolate. Chocolate is uh, is, is pretty good as well. Uh, anyway, thank you all so very much for being here. Uh, the old guard just came in. He's a, he's a member. Uh, when is Friday pepperoni coming back? It's never coming back is the plan. I am meatless Fridays now. Uh, for many of you, as you know this, I am a, a traditional Catholic. Over the years, I've been uh, embracing much, uh, many more traditional uh, Catholic practices. One of those traditional practice, uh, Catholic practices is to uh, to abstain from meat on Fridays, right? To make a small sacrifice, giving up meat on Fridays, and so uh, I started doing that for Advent, and have decided uh, my plan was to start Advent and continue on through. And I am now continuing to do that. So pizza still on Friday, just going to be the cheese pizza and uh, still very delicious. But anyway, thank you, Old Gar, for jumping in. But yeah, pizza, uh, pepperoni pizza on Fridays is is done. So unless Friday Night Tides gets moved to another day of the week, uh, the pepperoni pizza on those days uh, will, will, will no longer be. But don't worry, Friday night is still pizza night, just not pepperoni uh, of the pepperoni variety. Anyway. I've gone on for far too long at this point in time. The R says, surprised uh, you don't know New Japan where orange... No, no, I know of New Japan. It's always been something, though. It's a lot harder to get access to the content there, which is why, again, it was not convenient to get access to it, so that's why I never did it. I was always aware of it, just never had access to it, typically. Uh, Visit Womack also said, men just appreciate the effort it takes to get a body like Jason and Henry Cavill. I think that's also a very good shout. Yes, so Odyssey fam, light up that fire button before y'all leave. Thank you all for your love and for your support. Yeah, I think uh, Tuesday Night Made Event going to be going on in the next hour or so, right? I think that's when their start time is. Uh, give them a shout. Go give them some love. Tell them Odin sent you because they're family. They're family. That's what it is. That is what it is. Uh, gelato. I've just never been much into gelato. That might be anathema to some people, but I'm awful for the traditional ice cream. But anyway, I need to go get ice cream. I, I was supposed to have ended this uh, a few minutes ago. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Smash that like button, light that fire button. Huge shout out to my mods, uh, Tina, Steph, and of course, Laura as well. You guys are all great. Thank you all very much for your love and for your support. I shall see you all on uh, Friday Night Tights. I should, be on for fr- I should be on Friday Night Tights this week. Uh, I got family coming in town this weekend. So the Saturday stream might be canceled once again because uh, the parents are coming into town and obviously... Family comes first. I will keep you all posted, though. And yes, General Ringster, Odin Toretto, it's all about family. It's all about family here. All right. You guys are all wonderful, fantastic, amazing people. Get those last-minute votes in before I close off the balloting for the Wednesday Raven Award nominations. And I'll get those nominations out as soon as I possibly can. You guys are great. Have a wonderful rest of your night, everybody. And as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my January Patreon subscribe star and Locals members. Starting first off with Locals, shout out to Kara Tharp, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, Bifford the Hobbit, and Robert Barnes. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on the Locals platform. Also a shout out to my subscribe star people, UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson once again, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stan 4, John B., Mr. Roy, 
Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss slash the new number two, J-Rod the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for supporting me over on the Subscribestar uh, platform. And lastly, to my Patreon supporters, my uh, 30 Patreon supporters over there, animation commentator Brandon, let's go Brandon, Brian P., Christopher Bowman, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Her- uh, Hannibal Grimm, Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, uh, Gomer Kyle, 79, Lance, Laura, the Modern Major General Story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mondo Spieler, Mr. Peabody, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Miss Martin Muses, Theodore Benden, and Tina Bojan, and of course, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you all so very much for your love and for your support. And if you want your name shouted out at the end of every live stream and at the end of every video, please make sure that you support me over on Patreon, Subscribestar, or on Locals. Also, you get a ton of other goodies if you support at the Army of Asgard level and above. Starting at the Army of Asgard level, you get access to various giveaways that I do during the month, including various 4K titles. Uh, many of them 4K Steelbook titles, and so if you want access to that, check out the Army of Asgard level on those platforms specifically. You also get access, once you are a Keeper of the Bifrost level member, to that, plus a podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger, where you actually get to ask us questions, and also, of course, get access to that, and the library of previous podcast episodes. We're up to about... 33 episodes now that we have uh, been able to do. I think most of those episodes now at this point, we've actually done it together, which has been a lot of fun. And of course, you can join at the Chosen of Valhalla live stream, Chosen of Valhalla, Chosen of Valhalla live stream level, where you get access to not only all of those things, but also you get access to be featured on the channel once a month during the Chosen of Valhalla live stream with the other Chosen members, which is always a lot of fun. Also, during your first month, you get a free t-shirt sent anywhere in the world. You just let me know your let me know the t-shirt that you want from the store over on Teespring or on Public, whichever you prefer, and I will gladly send that out to you if you're at that level. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, God bless.